The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at QatarEconomicForum.com. You're listening to Taking Stock with Kathleen Hayes and Pim Fox on Bloomberg Radio. Imagine a foodborne illness that is trackable back to its source. Well, the Centers for Disease Control is releasing a new food safety tool. It's called PulseNet 2.0, and it enables state laboratories in order to harness the whole genome sequencing. And what that would allow you to do is detect the bacterial pathogen, this sort of DNA fingerprint. Well, in addition to it being science, it also has a lot to do with potential litigation. Steve Sellers is legal editor for Bloomberg BNA, based in Arlington, Virginia. BNA, a wholly owned subsidy of Bloomberg, leading source of legal, regulatory, and business information for professionals. They have authoritative coverage on such legal areas as tax and accounting, labor and employment, health care, privacy, data, and so on. Steve, thank you very much for being here. Glad to be here. So tell us about this test. This is the new sort of fingerprint, DNA fingerprint test. The test, it once cost, I read, $100 million. Now it costs about $1,000, and it's going down to maybe 25 or 50 bucks. It's a really big development, uh, both for food safety, but also for the litigation, as you mentioned, because uh, one of the things it does is it does, as you said, it's a fingerprint, matches a, a victim or suspected victim of a foodborne illness outbreak with a potential source. And when it's, as the CDC says, it's, it's like matched twins, identical twins. And so it takes out a lot of the, what they call the gumshoe epidemiology, where they had to go to the, the food source, the restaurant, whatever, and try to match these things. So they get a very quick match, and it's really helpful in these large outbreak cases so they know what they're dealing with. Now, is the, is the testing of the test, is the, is the science behind this firm enough, deep enough that if it is used as the basis for some kind of suit in court, that it will be able to stand up to a defense attorney saying, hey, there's lots of research, there's lots of tests, this one isn't perfect either? That's going to be uh, something that's going to be developed. The plaintiff lawyers I talked to said that it does have to be tested in court. Um, even so, it's, it's kind of hard, as the, the defense attorney said, to challenge the FDA or the CDC when they have what they call a linked case, when they've, they've made this clear match. Uh, but that will certainly be something that's subject to litigation, and there'll be a lot of questions that have to be answered, just like any scientific test that uh, gets into litigation. So this could have been used, for example, in the case of Bluebell ice cream or even packaged salads from Dole, right? Those listeria outbreaks. Yes, and that's uh, where it's being used. It's uh, potentially being rolled out to other kinds of contamination, uh, salmonella, uh, E. coli, and, and, uh, and, and other, basically other microbial contaminants. So, uh, yeah, the, the sense I got from the lawyers is it's going to be used more broadly. And what that does is it builds up a database not only for food safety, but also for the lawyers that are going to contest those cases. So if, if you go to a restaurant, you get deathly ill because of salmonella, and you sue, your lawyer will now potentially have that data, and it will fortify the case to say, well, we have this match. 
CDC and the FDA said so, and that will be beneficial to plaintiffs. At least that's what the lawyers tell me. Steve Chipotle. As a matter of fact, I was sitting at my desk this morning, before, shortly before noon, and three guys had come to lunch with us, and the other guy said, Chipotle? What? Do you guys have a death wish? What would this mean for Chipotle? Well, I think it's not just Chipotle. I think it's any industry. And if you just go to the CDC website, you'll see all kinds of investigations are going on. And that's what brings in the other development here, and that's the Food Safety Modernization Act. And it's basically a preventative measure so that government and potentially lawyers don't have to follow up this, these kinds of uh, outbreaks with litigation, preventing as opposed to responding. So it'll set a new standard for companies like Chipotle and Dole Vegetables and, and Bluebell and other companies that are uh, undergoing this kind of scrutiny right now. Steve Sellers, thank you so very much. Legal editor for Bloomberg BNA, talking to us about the latest when it comes to detecting pathogens that could lead to serious foodborne illnesses. From Silicon Valley to Wall Street, the promise and perils of artificial intelligence are playing out on the world stage. But what will the next phase of AI adoption look like? Which companies from big tech to startups will dominate? And where do the risks and unintended consequences lie? I'm Emily Chang. Join me at Bloomberg Tech in San Francisco, May 9th, to answer many of the industry's burning questions. Alongside SNAP's Evan Spiegel, Xbox President Sarah Bond, OpenAI's Brad Lightcap, top researcher Dr. Fei-Fei Li of Stanford, and many more. More details and just a few tickets left at Bloomberg.com slash TechSF.